Okay everybody, Stephen Key here and today I'm going to talk about something that's really important. You've done everything right. You have created a great product idea. You found the right potential licensee that's going to love your product. Maybe you built a prototype, maybe you filed some protection, but you've done all these things right and you've reached out to a company, maybe through LinkedIn or maybe you emailed them, it does not matter. But now they looked at it and now they have some questions for you. How do you prepare for those questions? I don't care if they're small companies. I don't care if they're big companies. They're going to be asking you these five, basically five questions. And I'm going to go through all five. Okay, here we go. Number one, the first question, what are they going to ask? I don't care. Like I said, I don't care if they're really big. I don't care if they're really small. They always come out with, do you have a patent on that? I hear that all the time and that's kind of a gut reaction from these companies. And I'm here to tell you, they don't even know what to ask, but that's the first thing they always ask. Now, what I've told you before, if you've been watching these videos, file a well-written provisional patent application. It gives you patent pending status for one year. So when they ask that question, do you have a patent on this great invention you just submitted to me? Say, yes, I have, pat I have a patent pending status. I filed a provisional patent application. That's perfectly fine. You don't need a patent, but you do need to do to write a well-written provisional patent application. It gives, like I said, it gives you that one year. That's that's one of the first questions they're always going to ask. Do you have a patent on your invention? So be able to answer it with confidence that you filed a provisional patent application. Question number two. Do you have a prototype? Could you send us one? Do you have a sample? I mean, I cannot believe how fast that comes out of their mouth. You haven't even started interviewing them. You're not even quite sure if they're the right fit for you. And already you're just having this first conversation. It's almost like dating. And but right away they, they want a prototype. OK, I love prototypes. I love building prototypes. I know they can be expensive. They can be time consuming and they break. They do all these things. But if a company wants to see proof of concept and maybe you showed them a sell sheet or one minute video, but they still want to see it and feel it and touch it. That's perfect. That's a great sign. If you haven't built a prototype, that's when maybe you consider to build one. But you need to ask them what type of prototype are they looking for? All right, there you go. Because there's many different types of prototypes. Maybe you can Frankenstein one together, take a couple pieces here or there, put them together and it looks perfectly fine. Maybe they want something a little bit more sophisticated. So I always tell everybody, don't rush out and build a prototype at the very beginning. Get some interest first. So when they do ask, Ask them what type of prototype are they looking for. Now, remember, if you have a prototype and you're willing to send it to somebody, ask a couple questions first before you just send it off in the mail. Number one, prototypes break. Number two, you're probably not going to get it back. And number three, they don't really do you. I mean, sometimes they're really powerful, but you have to control it a little bit. I would do this. If it's a Zoom or Skype call, I would show my prototype working on one of those conferences. I would do that first. If they're close by, I might even drive there or have a meeting so I can do the demo. I can control the pitch just to put your prototype in a box, ship it off to a company and think that they're going to open it up without breaking it and they're going to make it work perfectly. I don't think so. I've seen everything go wrong 
with a lot of inventors just sending prototypes, including myself. So be careful about that. Ask what type of prototype they need. Um, try to do a Zoom, do a Skype, maybe in-person in meeting, and try to control the pitch. Now, sometimes you can't build a prototype. It's just too darn expensive. And maybe you don't have the tools or the know-how. Just explain it to them. You're not at the prototype stage yet. Maybe they can even help with that process. Okay, that's number two. Number three, they're going to ask you, have you shown it to anybody else? Wow. They're going to say, you know, have you shown it to my competitors? They're not going to say that. I tell everyone, look, you don't want to lie ever. Um, I would tell them, that, of course, I've been showing my, my um, invention to other companies. If they ask who, don't tell them who. Say, I'm under NDA. And just like the conversation I'm having with you, I'm not going to discuss it with discuss it with anybody else. But just don't do that. Don't kiss and tell. Never do that. Keep it very confidential and just tell them you're under NDA. That's number three. Number four, I got my list here. Number four would be, hey, what does it take to manufacture it? Do you have pricing? Do you have costs? I don't know if you need to do that type of work, but if you have, fantastic. If you have a ballpark number, even better. If there's a similar idea that you can say, well, if you know, if this is retailing for this price point, maybe the manufacturing price could be this. You can kind of estimate that's okay. But realize at the end of the day, they're going to have to do their own um, costing. Um, although sometimes if you have that information, it's it's fantastic. And if you want to get that information, find a, a U.S. manufacturer here, a contract manufacturer here, and go ahead and get some quotes, get some pricing. It could be extremely helpful. What I do like about that is once you do understand the cost a little bit and you, you figure out how to manufacture your idea at the lower price point, that is really great knowledge to have. So I don't think you have to have that information, but if you're aware of it and you do, even better. The other thing they might ask is, what are you looking for? I hear that quite often. They're not quite sure if you're a manufacturer, maybe you're looking to license it, which is really what I really love. I would just tell them when they say, what are you looking for? I would just tell them I'm looking for a licensing arrangement, um, a fair and uh, equal, you know, I would just say a fair royalty rate. And we can discuss that a little bit further if there's more interest. Those questions, those five questions that I gave you, you're probably going to hear those over and over again through your journey of submitting ideas to companies to license your invention. So be prepared. And if you don't know what to say, and if you don't have the answer, just tell them, I don't know. I have to get back to you. That's okay. Don't fake it. Don't, per don't try to lie that you have the information. Just tell them flat out, I have to get back to you. That's a great question. I just don't have the answer today. They'll be perfectly fine. The number one thing you can do to move that pro your project forward is have a great attitude, ask a lot of questions, listen. This next video, I'm going to talk about some things you should not do when you have that first call with the potential licensee that, that tells them, run away, you're a crazy inventor. Ah, Stephen Key here. Thanks for watching this next video I'm going to do now.